What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Real quick, before we get into the recap, I want you to check out the Fantasy Football Dudes podcast. If you play fantasy football, you need to listen to my friends, the Fantasy Football Dudes. The latest episode, they had their Dudes and Duds of Week 12. They have their Divas, which is always a great segment. And then they're going to tell you who you need to add for Week 13. So if you're in in a fantasy football league, make sure you tune in to the Fantasy Football Dudes podcast for all your fantasy football needs. Second, if you guys have any fertilizer, chemical, and and or specialty product needs, you need to call my friend Josh Wolf at Simplot. He's a pest control advisor over there with 10 years of crop advising experience. Call him at 559 559- Five six seven nine five zero zero. Once again, if you need any fertilizer, chemical, or specialty product needs, that's Josh Wolf at five five nine five six seven nine five zero zero. Both the fantasy football dudes and Josh Wolf are big Bulldog supporters and big supporters of the podcast. So thank you guys once again, and now enjoy the recap of the Wyoming beatdown. Hello, Red Wave. The CNC Football Factory is here. Caleb and Caleb, we're here to recap the Fresno State Bulldogs blowout win over the Wyoming Cowboys. Shutout win. The dogs take it 30 to zero. Thanks for coming. See you next year. Caleb, how's it going, man? I'm doing well. Um, you know, kind of bittersweet here. End of the regular season for football, which uh, is kind of a bummer. I mean, as a college football fan, it was, you know, last real full Saturday of, you know, games for the whole day. Um, so, uh, yeah, in that regard, it's, yeah, it's a bummer that another season's coming to an end, but, you know, a seven game winning streak for this Fresno State Bulldog football team and um, just really an impressive turnaround and really a, a dominant performance by uh, the Fresno State defense in this one you know another shutout uh, against Wyoming you know we shut them out last year and uh, so that's I guess two back to back shutouts against the uh, Wyoming Cowboys which is good so yeah, overall, uh, you know, not a hugely impressive day on the offense for Fresno State, but uh, I mean, when your defense doesn't give up anything, uh, you know, you really don't need a whole lot on the offense to to come out with a win. Yeah, senior night. I think the biggest question of the night was going to be how are we going to get Dante Bull down the hill? And <laughs> you and I both had a chuckle because he just glad right down that hill on the scooter. It's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was good to see all the seniors get recognized, and uh, we did see Evan Williams um, be recognized yeah. in that. So um, that is, you know, he's yeah, I totally makes sense why he's doing it. You know, he's going to keep his options open, and you know, possibly, um, yeah, see what the future, of maybe professional football or something else, uh, looks like beyond this season. So it's good to you know get him recognized by um, you know the Valley Children's Stadium crowd. So um yeah de- former definitely. bulldog stadium right former bulldog stadium <laughs> um but yeah overall you know it was nice to you know see the all the family and friends on the field and um yeah it was, it was a good day and it's definitely good to have you know a convincing blowout win on senior day too yeah i know 
look, the red wave, we love Tedford. We hear it from the players that have been coached by him. They love Tedford, but man, it, it's just really cool to see, you know, them embrace Tedford and Tedford embrace them back. And, you know, this long embrace and, uh, I'm emotional for them, I'm sure, but it's just cool to see that relationship between player and coach, uh, head coach, because he doesn't have to do that. You know, he could put it all on his assistants, but he has a, a personal relationship with all those kids. So I, I think that's really cool. All right. Enough talk from us. Let's get to you guys and your reaction and thoughts from the Bulldogs win. Single use plastic. Oh, by the way, I did put it on Instagram this time yeah i didn't forget good. we can get make make sure the instagram people are involved yeah uh single-use plastic took a one-dimensional team to the to the woodshed time to get locked in for the ship very very true brandon dogs win in convi- convincing fashion spreading the wealth with our wide receivers mims was solid again and we'll talk about his numbers he hope this is not brandon this is me talking now uh we'll talk about his numbers but uh not really high in yardage when it comes to numbers, but touchdowns is another story. Hainer's a surgeon with those darts. Most impressed with the D. This is back to Brandon. Thought pokes would go all Air Force on us for 300 plus yards. Didn't happen. On to the Smurf turf for the ship. Let's pack the house. Go dogs. Gonna have to travel to Boise to watch that one. Could be another. Last time we played Boise, it was the most attended Boise State game ever, I believe. Yeah, that's true. Year. Yeah. This this season. Now we get to play him again there. I hate that place. All right. <laughs> Tim Sosoyev. <laughs> Just what I expected, but much higher scoring. Dog saving something for Boise next week. I sure hope so. The ghost of Jim Sweeney. Dog showed up, but not without a cost. Yes. Let's hope Prowess is able to go on Saturday. That would be a huge loss if he can't. Caleb, did you get to see the injury, the replay of it? I didn't watch the replay. I mean, I saw it live. Um, I mean, from across the field. So yeah, it's kind of hard to see it happen in you know live time. But um, it didn't look good uh, when he was kind of hobbling off uh, the field, and then I saw him on the sideline in the second half. He had a boot on. So uh, yeah, we know that it's something ankle or foot related. Um, so I mean. In the press conference today, you know, Tedford did his usual thing of saying everyone's day to day, which it kind of seemed like you know he's gonna be worse than that. Um, but hopefully, it's something light, and they're just you know being extra cautious with um, you know two games still to play this season, um, which I think was probably what happened with Lavelle Bailey too, because um, he was incurred on the first series and then. He didn't play the rest of the game. He he stayed suited up, you know, with his helmet on for most of the game too, um, you know, as if he's ready to go back in. So that that seemed I I don't even know what his injury was, but that seemed more like a um, you know precaution. Let's keep him out and uh, keep him healthy for um, you know the more important game next week. Yeah, let's just talk about it right now. How does Perales being out, if he is out, affect the game, the championship game? I think it's big. I mean, he's our our most effective pass rusher on the end. And, um, I mean, he's had some monster games this year. Uh, Boise State has a really strong rushing game. Um, I mean, last game, you know, this season in October, you know, they put up 300 rushing yards on this Fresno State defense. So, uh, I mean, 
the good news is Evan Williams will be back. I mean, he's, you know, a constant presence. And even in this Wyoming game, I mean, he was in the backfield making tackles the whole game. So, um, Perales being out, if he is out, is going to be huge. And, you know, the rest of the D-line is going to have to step up. But, um, you know, in his absence, we saw some some really interesting, um, you know, D-line lineups in this game. I mean, we saw se- several plays where they, they threw out, you know, four defensive linemen and just went no no ends and just had all, you know, all, all the big boys out there, which is kind of an interesting look. And, I mean, obviously it's working. So, uh, I mean, kind of like we've said, you know, this whole season, you know, we have to give credit to the defensive coaching staff because they're 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 not resting on their laurels. I mean, they are getting creative. They're changing things up every week, looking at uh, you know the the mismatches and you know how they can gain an edge. So uh, I'm sure they're going to scheme something up. Um, I mean, I do think you know it really comes down to you know if the next man up is able to um, you know step in. Uh, I mean, I have liked what I've seen from Andres Fox this year. Um, you know, he hasn't played a ton, um, but he seems like he's, you know, capable of, you know, being, a, you know, an end that is, uh, you know, plays fundamentally sound. I don't think he's going to get, uh, you know, caught looking on, you know, a read option or something like that. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, Isaiah Johnson and Demarcus Johnson have also both looked really good this year. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not good. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a drop off just because of how, you know, uh, tenacious paralysis, but I mean, I do think we, we do have some, some quality guys, you know, right behind them. Yeah. I think it'll hurt in pass rush for sure, but we, we know what happened. You brought it up over 300 yards, Halani 200, their freshman kid, hundred granted. I will talk about it on the preview, but who knows if Halani's going to play, mm-hmm. he's injured. I don't think it matters, but we'll see. Uh, we'll get there. Um, Lavelle Bailey, I think that the Lavelle Bailey injury, I take back that I think La- the the Lavelle Bailey injury worries me more than the Perales injury because when it comes to Boise, they they run the ball, and I think Lavelle Bailey is our best run stopping linebacker, and he's he'd make he makes a big difference, so. Uh, we saw Justin Houston come in for him right. and did fine. Um, I don't know. Just there's something inside me. I, I, I think Lavelle Bailey being out would scare me more than Perales being out just because depth reason. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, they're definitely kind of play a little bit different game and, you know, Houston it's kind of style and frame kind of suits him better to kind of play the nickel where he's been yeah. kind of backing up Maurice Norris, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was good to see him get some reps on the field and hopefully get his game back because, um, I don't know, just from, from my eyes, it hasn't seemed like he's really been the Justin Houston that we saw last uh, season. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, if, uh, if Bailey is out, that's that's going to be uh, that's gonna be really tough on this defense. Uh, but Malachi Langley is a beast, and so at least we, we still have him in there. Um, but yeah, and I think something I forgot too is I even completely forgot about uh Ray Scott. That oh, yeah, we yeah. just had another you know, pretty good linebacker in here, and he's been hurt for the last six games or so. So, um, yeah, definitely struggling with uh, you know, depth here towards the end of the season on the, on the defense. Mm-hmm. All right, back to you guys, real Fresno State fan. I love it, Jonathan Stormer. I thought it was a good game, Jake did good on offense. I, we'll, we'll talk about his numbers soon. 
it seemed like the Cowboys O-line and defense had no chance. They did. What a way to end the season. Uh, Amadio A. Rodriguez, congratulations to all the Bulldog seniors. And he got some great picks and he shared those. So if you want to go see him, uh, go on the on the feed there. Jake Donald, give my Uncle Carl credit for the stat. Okay, thank you, Uncle Carl. But we've now shut out Wyoming two years in a row. Last year, 17-0. Last night, 30-0. Putz, you, got, you had said that in the beginning. So thank you, Putz and Uncle Carl. Losing prowess hurts against... Boise run game. Oh, he's going opposite of what I said. Uh, but this team's locked and loaded right now. I think we win by 14. Hmm. Hmm, nice take. We'll we'll have that in the preview. We'll talk about uh, that game. Joey uh, Perez. Sorry, I'm going to butcher some names. We want Boise. G25U defense played lights out. William Lopez. It worries me that we only scored once in the second half. We can't do that against Boise. How do you feel about that, Caleb? Yeah, I agree. Uh, second half just seemed like really slow. And um, yeah, it was just kind of a weird game. I mean, this was, you know, Jake, you know, this, uh, 11 incompletions is kind of a lot for <laughs> for Jake yeah. Hainer, which is, you know, us being tough critics of him. But yeah, I mean, it definitely seemed like there was, the offense just wasn't really clicking um, fully. But then at the same time, there wasn't really a need to keep the foot on the gas. I think they're just trying to, you know, get out of the game healthy. So, yeah, I don't really, um, not super concerned with it um, because we have seen that this offense is able to put up a lot of points and really to be adaptable. I mean, if, you know, the running game isn't working, they've shown they'll just spread it out, dink and dunk them all the way down. Um, so yeah. I'm I'm not really concerned. You know, this team is adaptable and the coaching staff is going to adjust to, you know, whatever challenges, you know, they're up against. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it doesn't really worry me. I I what actually worried me the most was why our starters were still in for a lot of that game. I think we were up twenty three to zero. There was some time left in the third, uh, quite a bit of time left in the third. So I understand why you keep them in, but it does. You're up twenty three zero. It doesn't matter if you lose, win or lose. And this was before. This is when Paralis got hurt. This is when I got frustrated. Like, take the boys out if their starters take them out. Um. I felt like we were in control of that game. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I will say, I mean, in terms of energy, though, the the defense was getting fired up every yeah. possession. I mean, they were on the sideline. They were huddling up, jumping, going crazy. Like, they they wanted the shutout, um, which which is good. I mean, uh, it, I, the offense was a little more laid back um, and just kind of letting the defense do their thing, you know, which is fine. I mean, it's all, it's a, it's a team game, and you gotta got to win all the aspects. Mm-hmm. Matt says, was hoping that every senior would get a touchdown. <laughs> but a dominating win to close the season. <laughs> that would have been sweet. Uh, Bronx Bronx Bomber. Great win. Update on David Prowess injury. I, just, I heard it was a sprain and that he possibly could play. Okay. So I, I don't know what kind of shots they're giving him, but it looked bad. But uh, I've heard from two people that they are... They think that he will play, but he won't be. He's not going to be a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. I mean, just based on how hard he plays, I definitely would expect him to to try at least. I mean, and we'll oh, yeah. we'll see how how much they're able to tape it up and brace it, and <laughs> how how much pain he's able to withstand. But yeah, I just knowing him and his personality and how you know ferocious he is, he's definitely going to try to give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drizzy J. 
Great win. Mims went off on to Boise. JP Rasmussen, just plain awesomeness. <laughs> Doesn't matter how it happens, just get it done. Plain awesomeness. <laughs> R. Harris, it was over at the half. Should have ran up the score in the second. <laughs> uh, Brian Hits said, dominating defense. Yes. Uh, John Nail, that sounds like a familiar, familiar name. Uh, goodness, they looked good. The losses to UConn and Boise really hurt now, but great win. Red Wave should be fired up for the next two games. Let's win the Mountain West and pay back Oregon State in a bowl game. <laughs> I wouldn't mind paying back Oregon State. They just beat Oregon. I also yeah. wouldn't mind playing Washington. Yeah, both. Both those would be good. I, I kind of doubt that they would match up Fresno State and Oregon State again. Um, <laughs> so I, unless, you know, it's you know, the only option. But, yeah, I, you know, getting another shot at Oregon State would be interesting. And, uh, yeah, wa- Washington, too. That would be be a fun little uh, matchup there with the former coaching staff. Do you know who they take? Like what place, what Mount uh, Pac-12 finisher they t- they take? I don't know. Um, I saw one projection today that had Washington going to the Rose Bowl, actually. Um, I think that was in the scenario that USC wins the championship and then um, gets the bid to the college football playoffs. So I think that's how that was going to work out. But, yeah, I don't I don't know where in the Pac-12 ranking the L.A. Bowl comes in. Got it. Okay. I was just wondering. Frank the Tank, our friend at Bring the Juice, says a waxing. Momentum is high. Yeah, very true. I mean, seven wins in a row. It seems hot. Yep. Oh, I, we were talking to Tabeno Okeke, sneak peek. He's, uh, we got a, um, I'm break, breaking news, I guess, not sneak peek. Breaking news. We're going to have an episode with Tabeno Okeke coming out soon. Uh, he said that we should just retire a jersey. If we're ever on a losing streak, retire a jersey. <laughs> And we haven't lost since. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Randall's 64. Hope David's good to go. King of my castle. Great win. Defense was dominant. Go dogs. Hammer hands. It was a great way to send the seniors out. Great crowd. That was the last one, Caleb. So we ended with that one. Uh, Red Wave showed up. There's a stat out there. I think uh, the averages came out. The numbers. And the Red Wave was top three, I believe, in group of five when it mm-hmm. came to average attendance. That's huge. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I think we, we've seen it this whole season. I mean, every game, it's been very well attended, um, at least in the second quarter, I'll say, because um, it usually takes <laughs> about the first quarter for everyone to get inside, and then just kind of depending on how the game is or the weather or other situations. I mean, it seemed like you know, by the middle of the third quarter, it was you know starting to starting to empty out. So yeah, if they're they're taking those measurements in the second quarter, definitely. And obviously, they're basing off the tickets sold. But um, right. yeah, there's 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 been some really good crowds, and um, yeah, credit to the red rate red wave for showing up because I I think it does make a difference. Um, you know, against some of these teams, and um, yeah, home field advantage is is always good. Here's the numbers: highest in the Mountain West. Highest average attendance since 2005. Wow. Um, 
And then they have a little power five comparison. I hate the term power five group of five, by the way, I can't stand it. I mean, we have more attendees than Cal, Maryland, Stanford. That's easy. Oregon state, Washington state. So there's some big teams. We have higher average attendance. So way to go guys. All right. Thank you for interacting with us guys all season long. By the way, we still have two more games left for sure. So don't go anywhere. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Beware CSUF and on Instagram at Beware of Bulldogs podcast. Podcast. Now, I have to admit something. I got a new phone, and Uh-oh. it does it does not have internet. Kind of <laughs> like it's kind of like I'm doing like this work phone thing because I am not disciplined enough to put the phone down when when I'm scrolling. So I went to old school flip phone. So uh, it's uh, it's going to take me a little bit longer to get a tweet out now, and a <laughs> and a post on Instagram out now. I'm not I don't, I'm not good on that stuff in the first place, but now I'm going to be even worse. So uh, I just want to let everybody know. If you oh. e- I do get emails though on this flip phone. <laughs> really? I yeah. No way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, if you if you want to get old Caleb, call him or email him. That's yeah, gonna yeah. be the most no, and, most direct. Texting, <laughs> Caleb knows this because he he texts me and I don't respond. Texting takes about a year to respond. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! It's you know it's the old school ones. You know, you got to hit seven three times, and it, if you want the S, you got to hit it four times. <laughs> so I don't know, Ed. It's, it takes me back, and I can play Snake. You know. There you go. Yeah, old school Snake. So, uh, anyways, I just had to let everybody know. So, when they're wondering why it takes me so long to tweet back to them or respond, that's why. All right, Caleb, let's talk numbers. Um, Jake Hayner, first and foremost. 21 for 32. We talked about the amount of incompletions he had. 183 yards and one touchdown. Now, no interceptions. Only an average of... About five and a half yards. In general, what do you think of Jake Hanner's play? Overall, it was good. Good, not great. Um, I mean, they did what they needed to do. Um, I think just like overall uh, kind of commentary on the offense, you know, they pretty much scored on short fields. That was the yeah. success there. I mean, the the longest drive of the game was the opening drive where they went, I think 66 yards or something. So, um, and then the other drives, I think they were all inside when we started inside the Wyoming territory. So that's a little bit concerning um, that we weren't really able to put together, you know, an impressive, you know, 80 yard drive, you know, 10 play and marching down the field, um, which is a little bit concerning. Um, And we'll get to it when we get to rushing stats, but uh, I mean, this Wyoming defense, you know, is pretty good. I mean, you know, yes, this team put up 30 points on them. They only scored four touchdowns. So they did a good job of limiting Fresno State and shutting down, you know, the rushing game for the most part. And, you know, the they got a decent pass rush and, you know, kind of limited statistically what Fresno State was able to do. I mean, Fresno State had to punt seven times. So, yeah, overall, you know, they, they did a decent job. It's just that, you know, when you don't score, it's, you know, going to make the game look really lopsided. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of frustration going on. Um, now, granted, we look totally in control. 
but I think there was a little bit of frustration on the offensive side of the ball um, with with the lack of production going on. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, Jake looked good. And fun stat, by the way, when Jake since Jake has been back, he is by been graded by PFF the number two overall player in the country. Ooh. So that that'll help him, you know, when in the draft world. But uh, that's kind of fun. And yeah, behind I mean, uh, Dwayne McBride from UAB. But anyways, uh, yeah, I mean he he's been extremely efficient, and yeah, he he's been totally in control of this offense. I thought he struggled more than usual, um, throwing the ball deeper this game. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the, the, the dinks yeah, were great. But yeah, I, I mean we we didn't really hit a big one. I mean I think the longest yeah. completion of the day was. You know, Zane Pope, 21 yards. I think that was early. I mean, they had a couple, you know, crossing routes across the middle. But, yeah, didn't didn't hit any long ones, um, which, you know, didn't need to. But at the same time, that's kind of been what's, you know, really propelled this offense the last couple of weeks is being able to, you know, com- uh, connect on a couple deep balls. All right, let's move on to the running game. Jordan Mims, 16 carries, 52 yards, only 52 yards, but three touchdowns. An average of three yards a carry. Uh, he only had a long of eight. I mean, I thought Jordan Mims looked good. He looked strong. He always runs strong. But I thought it was more of a testament to the Wyoming defense. Um, sorry, let me keep going. Malik Sherrod, nine carries, 48 yards. Elijah Gilliam, four carries, 33 yards. And Magdalena got a carry for one yard. <laughs> what did you think about... Jordan Mims and the rest of the running backs and the guys that carried the ball. Yeah. I mean, overall it was good. You know, we'd like the the numbers to be a little bit better Uh, and, you know, kind of with what we said about passing, you know, there really was, was not, you know, a big run, you know, and those are kind of what usually helps pad the stats a little bit because, you know, majority of the runs are going to be, you know, three to, you know, seven yards. So, um, yeah, they pretty much kept them in check, but then at the same time, you know, they scored on, you know, several short fields. So, um, you know, he had kind of less to work with, but you know, it's a good, good stats game. I mean, he's over a thousand yards on the season and he's got 14 touchdowns. So, um, you know, that's a really solid, you know, 12 games that he's put together. And, um, yeah, I mean, in terms of Sherrod and Gilliam, they both look good. Um, I think that the future of Fresno State running backs, you know, looks positive. Um, you know, Sherrod is quick. Sherrod also had a really good uh, kick return too. We'll get to that in the special yeah. teams, but, um, yeah, he had a really nice, um, kick return. And yeah, I mean, stats you know, weren't great, but I mean, it's really all that, all that we needed to get done is just, you know, do enough, move the ball and, you know, Jordan punched it in. So um, this team was four for four, um, you know, in the red zone scoring touchdowns, which I think is a huge improvement because that's been, yeah. you know, one, one of the early struggles, I guess, this season was, you know, being able to convert the, uh, on the touchdowns and not settle for field goals. So uh, we can take that positive away. Look, you know, Short yardage, Jordan Mims was able to punch it in. You know, I like when they kind of do um, – I think they did a direct snap to him a couple times, yeah. and I, I like that. Just just get it to the guy that can run the ball and find the hole. And they the first touchdown we scored was the same play, I think it was last game, last game or two games ago, that pitch to the right. Yeah. A little pitch to the right. Yeah, quick pitch. Mm-hmm. I like that play. Yeah. I mean, nobody stopped it yet. So. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I want to say this about Jake Hayner. Um, he set a Mountain West record in this game. 27 consecutive games with a touchdown pass. 
and he passed, uh, he overtook Derek Carr and Carson Strong. So Jay Kaner in three season, two and a half seasons, has set that Mountain West record. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty pretty good company to be with. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, wide receivers. Zane Pope, six receptions, eighty three yards. Nico Remijo, Remijo, five receptions, 39 yards, and had a touchdown. Jalen Randall-Cropper, three receptions, 20 yards. Magdalena, the same stat line, three receptions, 20 yards. Jordan Mims had a catch for seven yards. Eric Brooks had a catch for six. Uh, Raymond Powell's and Jake Baust both had one reception as well. Um, sorry, I should say the total rushing yards. Rushing yards, we finished with 114. All right, and right back to receiving. Okay. Um, Zane Pope is Mr. Reliable. That dude has really stepped up this win streak. He's looked really good. And and so has, I, I think Nico's looked really good too. Um, and Jalen's had his moments. Jalen was targeted 10 times. So I'm going to get the negative out of the way first. Jalen was targeted 10 times. Only three receptions. Wasn't all on Jalen. Um, he he did have two drops. He didn't get his, what was it, 30-some yards for 1,000 yards. Bummer. Uh, but if he caught those two, he would have. Um, but everybody looked good. And the ball was spread around. They're in their groove right now. This wide receiving core. Caleb, what do you think about this? Yeah, I, I I agree with your comments on Pope. I mean, pretty much after his uh, disaster drop at UConn at the end of the game, pretty much the next seven, you know. So yeah, the whole winning streak, uh, he he's been you know a dominant target for uh, for for Jake Hayner to throw to, and yeah, he's really been huge and you know reliable, and yeah, he's he's just performed really well, and you know you can just tell. I mean, he's year six in the program, so he's he's experienced. He's a really good receiver. And really good hands, and so yeah, it's been really nice to um, really to see him finish strong, um, you know, in his college career. Um, yeah, disappointed um, that Cropper wasn't able to hit that. You know, we do still have two games though, so I'm pretty confident he's going to get you know nine yards in the next two games. Um, but that's also what what we said in the preview that you know there's no way he doesn't get you know 30 <laughs> yards or whatever to you know get over it in uh, this game against Wyoming. So. I guess maybe we'll take a little bit credit for a jinx there. So sorry, Jalen, but uh, <laughs> you know, like like they said, you know, it's you know not it's not all about the stats. You know, it's about you know getting wins and you know playing yeah. playing a whole team game. Um, and another thing too, I mean, Eric Brooks, he's kind of uh, I don't know, he's just not played the best lately. I mean, it seems like he's been due for about at least a drop a game. And I mean, he had a you know pretty bad drop in this game too, uh, along the sidelines. So um, I think Nico's kind of taken a lot of you know his playing time, but um, I mean, going forward next year, I mean, Brooks is, you know, looking to be, you know, a huge contributor on this team, uh, especially yeah. coming out of the slot. So hopefully he's still able to build some confidence and, um, you know, just be ready to, you know, perform for, you know, the next two games and for next season, really. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to uh, with Eric Brooks is, you know, he's he's going to have to step up next season once, um, you know, Nico and, uh, you know, St. Pope and some of these other receivers are moved on. Right. It's a little interesting 
the the way we look start looking at games. End of the season, we have Mount West Championship coming up, then a big bowl game, but yet we still are looking to next year. Like, okay, what's going to happen next year? What's, <laughs> you know, jobs never finished, right? We'll keep going. Uh, all right, defense. One thing I took away from this defense, uh, defensive game, two corners played the entire game. Uh, Carlton Johnson and Cam Lockridge played every snap. No kill Sanders. So it looks like coaching staff made a decision there. Also, when it came to safeties, they played every snap, I believe. Um, Evan Williams and LJ. Was it LJ? I believe it was mm-hmm. LJ. Uh, every snap. So the DBs set in stone, and I thought that they would take Evan out for sure because of his previous injury and the lack of depth because we have so many safeties injured. Um, I thought Evan would come out. He didn't. So, <laughs> um, I don't, defensively, Carlton Johnson led the team with in tackles. Uh, we had one sack on the night. Maurice Norris had the sack. We did have four tackles for loss. And uh, we were credited with four quarterback hurries. Uh, we had two interceptions. Uh, Malachi Langley with one. Um, and Cam Lockridge with the other one. Uh, what do you think about uh, the defense performance? Because the people that uh, are the listeners on uh, Twitter and Instagram, they said it was dominant. I agree. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. Dominant is a really good word. And um, yeah, if, if you're a Wyoming fan, I mean, that just has to be demoralizing when <laughs> you, you can't put up a single point on the board. So um, definitely credits Fresno State defense for shutting him out and really shutting him down. Uh, yeah, I was really pleased with Carlton Johnson. I mean, he's been a really nice surprise the last really four games, yeah. um, just stepping into you know a big time role. And I mean, credit to him. I mean, he's played literally played himself on the field and you know taking a spot from Kill Sanders. So he's been really good. Cameron Lockridge has been really good as well, uh, coming with the big hits as as always. And um, yeah, I agree with your comments on uh, Evan. You know, I was really hoping that they would give him a break at the end of the game. Um, but you know, whether it was necessity or he just didn't want to come off the field. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's the best player on, on that defense. So, I mean, it's always going to be better when, when he's in the game. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, he, he was in the backfield, he was making plays all over the place, which I think just shows how important he is. Cause you know, when he's, you know, when he was hurt, when he was not making, you know, able to play, you know, that's just there isn't someone to step up and all of a sudden he's making, you know, tackles on the backfield and, you know, hurries and all that stuff. So yeah, he's, he's important. And yeah, it's really good that we, we have him back against Boise State because he's, he's going to be a big, big key there, but yeah, overall awesome performance by this defense they showed him down and, you know, two picks. So that's good too. Yeah. They held this Wyoming offense who was running the ball all year long to only 87 yards. And Titus Swen, their big stud, he had 24 carries for 75. So he had most of them. Yep. So they locked him down. And Andrew Peasley, starter for uh, starting quarterback for the Cowboys, 12 for 29, 104 yards, two interceptions. So uh, not the best day for those guys. Special teams, Malik Sherrod, you brought it up. Great kick kickoff return. Uh, one of the longest kickoff returns I've seen in a while. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, and, and that was coming off of the the safety. So yeah, if we're you yeah. know talking special teams, you know this was yes. you know one one of the better um, you know punt block punt cover performances um, I think of the season. I mean, Fresno State blocked two kicks. You know, the first one um, yeah. by I think it was Mac Delena was the blocked the first one or at least got a good hand yeah. on it. I, I, I'm going to give Mac some some heck about that one. It looked like he almost tried to get out of the way. I don't know. <laughs> Watching the replay, tried to dodge the ball. <laughs> but no, it, was, it went off the back of his helmet, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Evan Evan Williams coming up big with, you know, pump block. And then, um, you know, I think the Wyoming punter ended up pushing it out of the end zone or something. They were, they were <laughs> yeah. trying, to, trying to fall on top of it for a touchdown, but they ended up getting pushed. And then, yeah, that's what set up uh, uh, Sherrod's uh, kick return because they were, you know, kicking off from the 20. So there's no way to, you know, kick it, uh, you know, out of the end zone. And they definitely weren't going to fair catch that. So, yeah, they, they set up a nice block for him. And, yeah, he took it 50 yards back. And uh, I believe we ended up scoring on that drive. So, um, yeah, overall, that was a really nice sequence. Yeah. Uh, the the punter for Wyoming, I thought was bad. He was yeah. pretty bad. I mean, he uh, – it took he was catching the ball in the end zone and he took about 10 seconds and 10 steps to kick the ball i don't know uh thank you no <laughs> uh, um yeah it was great um nico had a one punt return for 10 yards uh not too many opportunities for him to take it back um uh, abe we saw abe kick yeah abe's back yep um, no field goals though, only extra points and four for four. Yeah. Also Carson King, seven punts, um, uh, average of 43 and a half yards down two in the 20 had a long of 54. He out punted the Wyoming punter. I will say yeah. that. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, his, the, the long of 54, that punt actually looked good. It was yes. like, ah, finally, like that's, <laughs> that's what we're expecting here. You know, something, you know, punts in the fifties. So yeah, I'll, I'll credit him with, you know, one good punt, but I mean, obviously the, the ones in, in, in the twenties are good too. Uh, but yeah, there was one that's like, okay, yeah, that, that's what, you know, an FBS punter should be, should be looking like. <laughs> that's more like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I thought, uh, I thought special teams was, Good and they made the game very exciting. Absolutely. All right. What was your play of the game, Caleb? I'm gonna have to go with the the, the punt block. I mean, that was that was exciting. I don't think we've blocked one in a while. Um, and especially coming off the, the first punt where it's like, oh, we we could have got that one better. You know, he still kind of got it off, kicked off Max head. Um, uh, but yeah, getting getting the, the punt block and the safety. I feel like that was you know, one of the more electric moments in the stadium. So, yeah, that would be my play of the game. I'm going to go with uh, Nico Nico's touchdown, the pass from Jake. Yeah. That put us up 14-0. And at that point, we, we had punted the ball once, and we had forced Wyoming to punt twice. And I thought, oh, wow, okay, this is great. And that the second drive was a three and out. We forced a three and out. Uh, they can't do much on us. And uh, then we marched down first possession, scored up seven, zero stop two stops in a row. Then we scored again up 14, zero. So I, once we went up 14, zero, we looked thoroughly in control of the game. Um, 
So I'm going to put that as my, make that my play of the game. What about your player of the game? Play of the game, I'm going defense. I'm going to go Malachi Langley. Um, you know, nice. he had, you know, six total tackles, you know, ha- credited for half of a tackle for loss and the pick. Um, and I mean, he was just all over the field. He played hard this whole game. It really stepped up with, um, you know, Bailey being out for most of the game. So, I mean, he, he was in charge of, you know, the middle of the field there. And, um, so that was just really good to see. I mean, uh, I'm excited for the future. You know, like you said, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to next season, but, um, yeah, like having Malachi Langley back next season, um, I, I'm really excited for that because I, I think he's just going to continue to get better. And yeah, so I really liked what I saw from him. Ton of energy on the sideline too. I mean, he was getting the guys fired up when he got that pick. He was he was going crazy. So um, yeah, that was that was really cool to see from that guy Langley. I'm gonna give my, I'm gonna say on the defensive side of the ball. I'm gonna give mine to Carlton Johnson. Yeah. Uh, led the team in tackles, and he had uh, two pass breakups. Uh, so I I thought. He played great. Um uh, and he defended he defended five targets and broke two of them up. So I I'm gonna give it to Carlton Johnson. There you go. All right. Um anything else that we missed? We moved through this quick, man. Is there anything else that you want to talk about about this game? I don't think so. I mean, you know, Fresno State closes out the regular season uh, with an eight and four record, um, which is, you know, a lot different than we both predicted at the beginning of this year. Um, but we also didn't predict a lot of the injuries that were going to happen. So, yeah, uh, very resilient team. And, um, yeah, just been really fun to watch this team really go through up ups and downs this season. A um, lot of excitement. And, yeah, so. Excited for two more games. Um, so reaching conference championship game is always exciting. And, you know, getting to play it against, you know, the rival Boise, you know, kind of our, our Goliath here. Um, de- definitely looking forward to that matchup and hopefully being able to take them down. Yep. Our dogs finish eight and four, seven and one in conference. Uh, Boise State, when people ask now, who's your rival? And, you know, people would always say, oh, you know, it's San Diego State, San Jose State. No. Right now, it's Boise, and I think it, they have taken the top spot. So I, I'm going to start telling people Boise is our rival. That's Absolutely. Uh, by the way, I'm just quickly running through some numbers. Nine penalties on the Bulldogs. That concern you at all? You know what? The officiating in this game was really suspect. I mean, there was just a lot of really strange calls and um you know, in inconsistent marking you know, of where the ball um, yes. should be, and so I'm not really putting that on this team. I mean, sure, I guess it could have been a little bit cleaner, but there was just also a lot of weird stuff going on with this officiating crew. So, um, yeah, I'll I'll give give the boys some slack <laughs> here. Oh, I wish people could see your face when you're talking. <laughs> uh, I was listening to Coach Pat Hill talk about the uh the officiating and uh it was bad he was not happy yeah um <laughs> uh, all right well we will have the boise state preview up this week uh we're not gonna have a get to know uh, we didn't have one for wyoming uh, but we're not gonna have a get to know because we know this team now uh, but we'll have a preview and I, if you're traveling to Boise, let us know. I, I want to know who's going. 
Um, I hear I hear there's a truck going, and they're they're saving room for us, Caleb. If we want to, <laughs> all right. But it might be a little too cold. I don't know if I could handle that. Yeah, def definitely wear wear layers. That's for sure. Yeah. So stay tuned for uh, preview for Boise State. Win or lose, we're not done with football season because we got a bowl se- bowl game coming up. Um, Tobeno Okeke will be coming out soon, and uh, more in the works. We're talking to more people coming up. Uh, should be fun. Uh, once football season season is over, we're going to move more into basketball season. So it's uh, it, it's getting crazy because in basketball they play like thirty some games. So we'll see how that goes. Yep. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, thanks for uh, doing this once again with me, and thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, stay safe. Stay healthy. God bless. God bless the Bulldogs, and uh, you know he doesn't need to bless Boise this week. <laughs> Uh, and as always, go dogs. Go dogs.